Yo, I'm Evan Mack with the Mac Mania Podcast with my two fellas. I'm Brooklyn Zone, Flobo Voice. And I'm the Hall of Farmer, Jack Farmer. Follow and listen on Spotify and catch us on the Spotify Green Room after major wrestling events. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Happy Friday, one and all. It's time for Ringer Gambling. Joe House, John Shostremsky, back by popular demand. Buddy, my head's spinning. And all you need to know about last night is I'm like wagering on 10 zillion college basketball games. And normally during this week and next week, it's going to be really tough for an NBA game to like work its way onto like the quad box of my TVs. But I mean, Durant against Harden, Nets against the Sixers, the whole Simmons deal. I was obligated to get it on. I knew I was doing it on the pod. I knew I was doing it on television. And I'm kind of glad I watched it because you know what, dude? James Harden in a big spot. That's the that's the ultimate fade opportunity. Anytime you have big game and James Harden in the same sentence, we got to be fading. JJ, I'm proud of you. This, this really reflects your commitment to the craft, my brother. And it really was last night a fantastic gambling opportunity. This was a rare instance where I went through uh, pregame, kind of my thought process, my script. I sent a text out to the pod father, a couple other pals that would like to get in on the NBA action. I should have put you on the text. I apologize for not doing so. But the thread, my, my, my basic thesis was like, look, this is an opportunity for the Nets to show in the first place, KD in a big game like this. Hey, hey everybody, I'm KD. Uh, I'm, I'm right here. Kyrie in a, in a big game has the chops. Underrated Seth Curry and Andre oh, Drummond. And he was ticked off. Did you see him do yeah. the little shimmy and stare down at the bench when he, he banged one he, of those threes? He gave a real slow walk down that line, didn't he, JJ? So I liked it. I thought like both Drummond and Curry were very motivated. And then you, you mentioned it, big game James, not big game James, never big game James, and the very rich part of it. Now, we, I, I, I have a ton of Philly fans in my life. I know that you have a ton of Philly fans in you my know, life. You know, from college, because when you go to Syracuse, you're kind of like in the melting pot of the Northeast. So you yeah. have the Red Sox folk, you have the Philly folk. Remember being up there for the 2009 World Series, which was like hell until the Yankees were popping champagne and I was running laps around Comstock. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a decent, you probably have more Philly people in your life than I do, 
But yes, they they envision Harden and Bede getting them to the top of the mountain. And I wonder if Thursday night for them is like a reality check of, oh, this guy in a big game, uh-oh, we're in some trouble. I mean, I think it's w- even worse than that. It's like, think of the highs of the, uh, the the high moment they had on the trade deadline when the Harden arrived. They rip off a bunch of great performances against a bunch of bums. The only game they lose is when Harden sits out down in Miami because he had to get his Miami on. I mean, I understand that, James, James Harden. But, you know, this was the true test. Everybody had this game circled because of of the possibility of Ben Simmons playing. It became known pretty, you know, 10 days ago that Ben was not going to play. But still, this is a referendum game. This is a game where you get to show how serious a contender you might be for the Eastern Conference. JJ, the very first thing I did this morning after I looked at, you know, the 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 positive the green the green notes next to a couple of those Brooklyn wagers I made last night. What were the odds for the Brooklyn Nets to win the Eastern Conference? Because I'm telling you, last night was instructive. That team is so deep. They have a lot of different ways to come at you. They have a, a rotation that I think is a solid eight, maybe even nine, depending on your point of view on how much time um, Claxton's going to get and. When Ben Simmons comes in, this team can play big, they can play small, they can play fast, they can play slow, they can score inside, they can score outside. The Nets are a problem, buddy. House buying it on the Nets. Let's have fun here. If we get a Nets Sixers playoff series, what do you think the series price is? I'm going to say Brooklyn minus 135. I was going to put it even higher. Now, the the, the thing always... Philly is going to have home court. That's why I went a little lower. Philly, I, just, I, I know you don't care. It's a great point. I don't I know you care. Don't care. I literally I don't, don't care. care. <laughs> but I think it will end up being... Uh, maybe 135 might be a little too low. I think that 135 to 150 range, though. Okay, 50. There we go. I was going to say 50, so we're on the same page. Not surprising. Did you see one of the nice things last night for the, the Brooklyn crew? A bunch of folks came down. Like there was a they little had bit. more of a presence there than maybe they do at the Barclays Center. <laughs> there was a little bit of a very quick ripple of an MVP chant when when Durant got to the line at one point. Now the Philly fans quickly snuffed it out, but it was very funny. I enjoyed it, JJ. I'm sure you did. Okay. Card for tonight. Um, if there's anything that stands out to me that I was looking at right out of the gate, right out of the shoot. Miami against Cleveland at home. Miami's a team that's been good to me. Line opened at six. I see it now at six and a half. It's gotten very, very public. The other one that stood out, don't look now, House. My New York Knickerbockers have won a couple of games in a row. They are maybe about two or three wins away from suckering me back in and thinking, oh, they're going to be in the dopey plan only to get smoked and only to get annihilated. And that line at nine and a half against the Grizzlies has locked at nine and a half. I have a funny feeling that I'm going to be advocating the Knicks as a point tonight, not to win, but I think I'm going to be grabbing those nine and a half against Memphis. Can you help me understand what happened with the Knicks? They were in the midst of a terrible losing streak, and it was a losing streak where every game was going over because they could not play any defense play whatsoever. play any defense, correct. And, you know, they, they lost that game to Philadelphia on March the 2nd, 123 to 108, uh, and Philly covered a 10-and-a-half number. And then they get on the road, they fly to, to Phoenix, they give Phoenix everything they want. What what, what happened? What, what Why did the, the switch 
uh, flip because they're on a run ever since that Phoenix game, which, you know, they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory right at the very end there. But they've been dominant. I lost money on them on, on uh, in that Dallas game. I was like, this is a bad spot for the Knicks against Dallas. Dallas stunk, but the Knicks look great. Um, I think a couple of different things. One, Barrett's playing out of his mind. He's playing really well. Two, they finally have Emmanuel quickly playing the way that he did last year. And I think you're seeing that. He is kind of playing free and easy. He's kind of playing with a lot more spunk. They're playing younger players. It's a bummer about Reddish. Reddish was actually giving him decent minutes off the bench. Tibbs had finally figured out his role in what it was going to be in the rotation. So now you're not going to have him. They have been spunky. And you think about a lot of their losses that they had on the West Coast. House, they could have beat the Nuggets. They could have beat the Jazz. They, they could have beat Phoenix. Like, these are games they easily could have won. So I wonder if they have maybe found something here, playing the young players, and it shows you they're not quitting on Tibbs, which is a good look for them. So I like that. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be advocating Knicks plus nine and a half today. So, so that, crazy. that fits kind of um, my so- sense of the card today. You use the word spunky. I'm looking for value across all of these teams that, you know, are going to f- to finish, you know, maybe they'll be lucky to get to 25 games. Uh, I'm looking at Orlando. I'm looking at Detroit. These are teams that are ripping off covers lately and sometimes grabbing some wins at big prices on the, on the money line. Detroit especially, I know we've been talking about them. I'm going to keep rolling with it. They're 8-1 against the spread since Valentine's Day. Um, they, they are 6-4 and four outright, and the money line wins are like, Plus 550, plus 409, plus 286, plus 250. It's insane. I mean, that number tonight, I think it, it's it's been moving. I saw it in the 14. overnights. What it was, was it overnight? It was 14 overnight. It's 12 and a half now, I think. Oh, so we're seeing some action, some buyback on the Pistons. I, I like think that. that's right. I All mean, right, so FanDuel right now, the up to the minute line at 1048 in the morning, 13 and a half. Okay. But you got to lay a little extra juice if you want to take the Celtics at minus 112. I don't want to take the Celtics. I love no, no, Detroit. No, 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 no. I understand that. I understand that. Um, I'm not going to fight you on that. Okay. I'm not going to fight you on that. Now, am I going to give it my number one stamp of approval? No. Just because I'm going to tell you why I'm maybe a little queasy. Yeah, a I'm not queasy. asking you to either. This, let's just be honest. Uh, uh, you All know. right, good. 86% of the money and 80% of the tickets on the Pistons tonight. Oh, everybody's so on this now. So anytime I see a dog getting that much love and yeah. getting that much uh, good feelings from the book, uh, that's that, that's when things can get ugly, dude. You know, there's nothing worse, and I say it all the time, than the square dog. You know it in the NFL. When, oh, how am I getting six and a half points with this team? How am I getting nine and a half points with this team? Normally, there's a reason why you're getting those nine and a half or those six and a half, especially yep. when everybody's betting it. No, that's right. And the same is is true, probably. I'm interested in seeing the, the ticket because the other one that fits this is Orlando. They're home against the T-Wolves tonight. Now, the thing that, that that's funny, and I'll, I'm just acknowledging it up front, we're talking about in Boston and Minnesota, the two best records, the two best differentials, you know, over the past month, both of those teams have been hot. Um, the, the Celtics especially are rolling. I mean, the Podfather will, will be pleased uh, that we acknowledge how unbelievable Tatum has been, especially. He's averaging over 30 points. He's shooting nearly 50% from the field, 40% from three. He looks like a different player. Something has really clicked with him. So going against Boston, going against Tatum, you know, buyer beware. And the same is true with Minnesota. 
Um, I'm in, though, on Orlando. Oh. That, to me, is the play. Oh, speaking of the podfather. Look who has just crashed the party. Hey, you know what happened? I, I started talking about Jason Tatum, and here he comes. He's coming. I mean, it's literally in. like he sounds the bat signal. It's ridiculous. It's WWE. Who looks at it? It's the, it's the BS music. <laughs> it's, Robert, it's Robert Patterson, Christian Bale, and Bill Simmons. <laughs> I have my glasses on. I just had coffee. 15 minutes ago, I couldn't I'm do jealous. it. I'm jealous. I have not had coffee in. yet. I have uh, not yeah. made the Starbucks run. That is the dedication I have to Ringer Gambling, Mr. Simmons. <laughs> Did dedication. you do NBA yet? We're, We're in the middle of it right, right now. now. I literally just talked about Boston. Yeah. So my dad and I were just texting. We're we're terrified of the Pistons. So I, I, every year, if you have a really good NBA team, there's this one lottery team that just, for whatever reason, plays great against you every time. And, and this year, it's the Pistons. They don't have Stewart tonight, I don't think. But um, since Cade came back, they've been really good. I, if you look at their game log, I, don't, I think every game has been single figures or they've won. So I was looking at the adjusted line with them, which I think Ooh. on FanDuel can get to 12 and a half. But the one I was looking at was the Pistons 12 and a half. Cade scores 15, which I think is minus 430. And then the the Wizards adjusted to plus six and a half. And you put those three together and it's basically plus 390. Woo! I mean, four I'm to not going to fight you on and fading the Lakers. Four Anytime you one. have an opportunity to fade the Lakers, sign me up right now. I mean, the even only- if even if the Lakers win, I don't. They're not a team that's going to win by 10, 15. That'll that's be a gonna close game. No, and that'll por- be tight. How are you feeling about Porzingis? Um, I, I I quite love him, to be honest with you. Now there oh, you is... say that now. Well, wait till he misses 40 games next year. You well, say that now. Enjoy what he it. does. It's built in. He's he's a walking injury. I understand it, but like the the competence is is there. He's he's moving pretty good. He got good rest after the injury um, with, with Dallas. There is a bunch of chemistry issues. This has been the the problem with Washington literally all season long. They're trying to figure out rotations, and there's been constant shuffling of guys really since they started off the season uh, 10 and three, but I really love this spot because of the return of the LA guys. This is their first time back, um, you know, in, in, in uh, crypto.com center. Is that what we're calling it? Yes, uh, it is the crypto arena. Since Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, so it was how- Super Bowl week. It was still crypto. I, I was walking around. I saw the crypto stuff. So, well, you know, it's funny. I, there was a taste of how Porzingis is going to frustrate house. Cause the last that with two nights ago, yeah. They needed a basket, and all of a sudden it was, oh, let's get Porzingis to post up. This was the play that Dallas basically eliminated from their offense because it's so unreliable down the stretch. And, of course, he missed a fall away against a guy who was like nine inches shorter. It was a, it, well, he didn't fall away entirely. Yeah, it was did, a fall away. He it, was a, it was a fadeaway jumper. Yeah, it was a it spinning was, fadeaway jumper. A, it was a neck ball. I need that to hit the top of the box. Come on, Zinger. At least get it up. So if you're going to use the backboard, get it up on top of the box. The, the big Kuzma revenge game. Yes. And from what I saw, I watched that as JJ, as you know, I nothing makes me happier than watching the Lakers in a fiery volcano of hell. I was going to say, um, maybe the Yankees. That's the only other team. No, it's actually equate. the Lakers have surpassed the Yankees for nice. me. Nice. Wow. I think it's because me and Jack are in your life. That's why. That's why. No, you, you want to know why, JJ, honestly? Because you guys aren't really a rival anymore. Oh, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Listen, 20th century, 20th century, huge rival. 21st century, not as much. What about the Lakers? I mean, you guys have played the finals in over a decade. I know it's Lakers are a big rival. The Lakers count their Minneapolis titles so they can have (laughs) as many titles as the Celtics. But I saw that Houston game 
If you're a Laker fan, I don't, there's no hope left. That was like Terminator 2 where he's getting lowered into the into the fiery thing and his eye and he's got the hand up and then he just disappears. It was that they know it's done. It's a, it's a wrap. Houston sucks. And they they're And after the game, do you hear what they said about, oh yeah, our game plan was to attack Carmelo Anthony. Like you start saying stuff like that about the team you're playing. Like they're done. So at the very least, Washington should be able to hang with them. I think six and a half. So I'm in on Washington. You guys have made the case for the Pistons, even though it's a very public side, but I'm going to trust your instincts on this guys. And I'm making a case for the Knicks tonight, Simmons, against Memphis. I'm grabbing nine and a half. They've won three in a row. They've been spunky. They're playing the young guys. They've not quit on Thibodeau. And the fact that that line's nine and a half against Memphis, it hasn't moved. It leads me to believe you get another spirited effort out of the Knicks. Can I convince the two of you on the Knicks plus nine and a half tonight? Mm. You don't seem sold, Simmons. Mm. I'm scared of Memphis at home. I mean, they're really a, good. I guess there's that. a lot of energy in that building, especially if they start playing well. House, what do you think? I feel the same way. Um, I just don't like going against Ja if he gets rolling. RJ usually shows up for these Morant matchups, though. For whatever Is that reason. True? Yes. He had a big game winning or game tying shot against Morant last year at the Garden. I think the game was like in February, March. It kind of like got the Knicks going. It got them on like an eight or a nine game winning streak. And even this year, he had a pretty darn good game, I think, against Morant the first time around. And the Knicks got smoked by the Grizzlies. They were they played well for like three quarters and then got overwhelmed. I kind of like where they're at right now, though, from a gambling perspective. Because everybody's out on them. They're not getting any respect, nor should they be getting any respect. And they're in these games. I mean, look at their last two weeks. They've been in every single one of these games. Feels a little homery to me, J.J., Hey, listen, I think it might be the only time I advocate taking the Knicks on this podcast. I'm taking a Listen, you guys don't have to ride. I'm taking them tonight plus nine and a half. They're gonna That's fine. Them. It's fine. I, I will just point out that on the very first podcast you and I did together, you you had the Knicks um, at home, I think, against the T-Wolves, and they put out a stinker. But in no, any, no, look, no, 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 no. It, it was the Heat game. <laughs> oh, it was the Heat fair. game. That's and right. the Knicks are covering for about three and a half quarters and basically <laughs> saw it go right down the you-know-what in the final uh, two minutes of the game. So, House, thanks. did you? House, did you read him your text that you sent us five hours before the Sixers game? I did. I, I told him, you know, we began yeah, he with paraphrased. I'm a little I annoyed did. I wasn't on the chat, but House I, apologized. I had to apologize to him. JJ, can I read this to you? Yeah, why not? As long this as House called it. To me and Sal at our front edge. Guys, just so you know, this is 214 Pacific time yesterday. Guys, just so you know, I'm loading up on Brooklyn tonight, playing the spread plus four and a half of the money line plus 160. Underrated motivation of Seth Curry and Drummond to stick it to the Sixers along with KD reminding the world who he is. Plus, the Sixers overhyped by their lunatic fans and not big game James Harden coming up short. At least that's the thesis fade accordingly. Joe House. I mean, that's like, he's like Joe Hausstradamus. Flip the back, bro. That's what you should do. You know, like when you have one of those 500 yeah, foot home runs? that's a flip. That's a monster, like uh, Yasiel Puig bat flip right there. You right? literally hit every angle from that game. It was I, Somehow I didn't see the text. I was at a power walk. I missed it. Somehow I only bet $10 on it. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had every angle figured out. The one thing that kept hitting me in the face as well, I was watching that is the difference in experience of Kyrie and KD uh, as compared to those Philly guys. It's just not a fair fight. Like all of those finals games that KD and Kyrie have played, 
And and even like Goran Dragic has a bunch of of, of playoff minutes. Like they're they're just a deep team. Say with even a bunch Seth of Curry does. Seth Curry, Curry, Curry is a yeah. big time, big time role player. And yeah. I was saying it too. That shimmy when he hit that three and that stared down at the bench, fantastic, fantastic. That game meant a lot to him yesterday. You could tell. That was Waz and I talked last night. Just a like an unusual amount of gamers on that Nets team that because it was a playoff game, you don't really fully realize it. And then you look at the other side, guys like Maxi, who've never been in a game like that. Harden, Tobias Harris, who you're never going to trust. Tobias Harris, who trust. And Harden, who is probably the most famous small game guy of his generation. I don't know. I don't even think it's close. <laughs> hey, well, he might've been thinking ahead. There was a picture that, that circulated this morning. He was out last night with Travis Scott and little baby. I so saw that some one. kind of birthday celebration. So maybe he just had the, you know, he was thinking forward. Oh, I'm going to have a great time tonight. Yeah. I'm calling BS on that. Um, I asked how's <laughs> this earlier net sixer first round series or playoff series. Simmons, what do you think? Nets minus think- 135. I think we have to know if Kyrie's playing or not. In all the home games. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that's... But by, but you would think a month from now, there's... I think we're on our way to that. Yeah, we're, I, I mean, we're already... The masks are coming off and the school stuff is starting to change. So I assume Kyrie's going to be there. And, and it's a complete game changer. They For them to be like the eight seed or the seven seed with the amount of talent they have is nuts. And they have a bench. Like Waz and I talked last night about... It's it's one thing to have the KD Kyrie combo, but then their bench can actually extend leads and or flip games, whereas Philly doesn't have a bench anymore. So, you know, you look at that, and then it's just so much pressure with them beating Harden. The problem with them beating Harden in a playoff series, though, is that if they're just calling contact, like they weren't really calling it last night. I thought they let a lot of stuff go last night, which was great. But there are also going to be games where those guys shoot forty five free throws. And they're calling everything. And that's when that team is is going to be hard to play. But yeah, from what we saw last night, it's hard not to think the Nets are, are at least in the conversation for scariest team in the East. I didn't I'm feel that way I before I haven't invested in the Sixers yet. We thought about it. I'm glad that we passed on that. After you watching can't. that game last night, no shot. No the Harden Doc Rivers combo plus the Embiid injury history, I, I, the the odds just got out of whack. But the bummer was Jokic had a chance to really grab MVP by the balls last night. But that was four and five nights. He looked wiped out as was, that game went along. It was not not even the four out of five. It was second game of the back to back. It was a, every yeah. sort of circumstance working against him. I told JJ I already banged the Nets to win the Eastern Conference because if they, it's basically a bet on Kyrie and KD staying healthy over the next month. But if they rip off wins with those guys looking like that, you're not going to get a price better than you know it's plus plus two eighty to win the East right now. I think. And what is just, it on? That that's Fanduel right now. They're I still plus one eighty. I'm, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm pulling. Well, so right they're now. down to plus two forty. I still, guys. I know you're going to think I'm a homer. I, the Celts eleven to one to win the East is that that's too high. Is it still at that price? Eleven to one is too high. That's crazy. I, to, I, to just me, to win the East? Are you sure that's not the NBA? Title? They had the no. no it's the I East. think he's that's on something because they had the same odds as the Bulls. I think yeah. last week I was looking. I said, "How is that possible with the way they're playing and with the way Chicago's?" The playing? Celts are good. Though what's happening with Tatum is really special right now, and I'm hoping it's not just a streak. It, but it does seem like the game slowed down for him and. Um, well, I, mean, I think the Celtics are really community good. loves your team. They love your team. They are like drooling all over the Celtics. Yeah, I mean the differential is insane. So, but tonight- they need to get to a three seed house. You know what I was talking to Fanduel about this morning? Let's hear it. 
60 days of playoff bets that you and I are going to figure out every morning. We might involve JJ sometimes. I don't know. He's a new guy. He's a new kid in school. <laughs> wow, I'm getting hazed. Let him in. There we go. Oh, no good. He's a, he's a new kid. I don't know. I'm following we're, my complaint. We'll see, hey, he's we'll got see how we'll see how we feel about him. You Sam's, and I are like the we're like ageist. the Brandon and we're the Brandon and Dylan and I don't two and oh. JJ's more like Steve. Um <laughs> He's there. We let him hang out with us. But yeah, we're going to try to figure out, is there a gimmick we can do where every day we come up with a parlay? And I we mean, keep track. We, I mean, I think that's very easy. Yes, I believe so. I know that yeah. we can. We're doing it anyway. So we'll keep track. We'll do one unit a day or a hundred fake hundred dollar bet a day. Great. Every parlay has to be at least two to one. And we just go. We'll okay. see how we do. Okay, I love this. JJ, House and I are locked in. We've been watching a lot of basketball. Now, House has the Masters coming up, which throws him out of whack. Oh, you're worried about and, the Masters getting in the way? Well, the Masters is before the start of the postseason. I right? know, but then but that House gets, he lo- we lose House for a week during it, Masters yeah, week. Yeah, a week is 10 gone. days. I'm, I'll, I'll be yeah. out of the NBA. There's no way He's I can gone. keep up. But, and that's like right when the season, when the regular season's ending, which is really going to be crucial this year because of the matchups. Like the Celtics have to get to three. Everyone wants to play Cleveland. And then, you know, you think of the one-two matchup plus like the playing stuff with Brooklyn and there's no way to even kind of avoid Brooklyn. It's, yeah, I don't it know all how depends you do on it. that 7-8. You can't do it. I don't it. know how you do it because you don't know if they're going to be the 7 or the 8. You have no idea. But where you want to be is 3 because that's where you know Brooklyn's not going to be. So I, I, I actually think you could see teams kind of jockeying to get into the 3 spot even if they're... You know, you could see Philly just rest guys for three days to get to three instead of two. Celts, remember we talked about Atlantic Division? Um, they are now only two games back in the lost column, same amount of wins as Philly. And remember Ooh, that was like, I they do. were like, we talked about that last Friday, didn't we? That was last last Friday. Friday. Correct. They were like, the Celts were like plus 390 or something like that to win the, to win the division. Now that's, that's flipped pretty dramatically. That was after so, you, that was before your big win against the Nets on Sunday. It was before that. Right. And so Atlantic Division now, well, still Philly's minus 280 and Boston's plus 195. I still think those odds are pretty good. Definitely worth a taste. Because we haven't even seen the, uh, you know, they were working on Harden. Uh, JJ, I know you noticed they were working on Harden's calf. Oh, yeah. Making sure that calf was A-OK. That's it. <laughs> the right calf was and it got tight. Second so half. Convenient, convenient, conveniently got tight. Yeah, I hope it's, uh, I hope it's okay. Hope it's okay with him. It looked like he was okay when he was with Travis Scott and Lil Baby. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. So what's our family parlay? So... I'm in on the Magic. I'm in on the Heat. I'm in on the Knicks. I could go with one of the three. House, it, it seems like, Simmons, you want to throw in the Pistons to some degree. I'm doing. I already sent to Fando. I sent Wizards plus six and a half. Pistons adjusted to plus 12 and a half. And, and Kate, Kate. scored 15 or more. And that's, I think, plus 390. You know, last so, week I was deciding between, what was it, Oklahoma City and Detroit. Yeah. I ch- I feel like it was in Indiana Jones in the last crusade. I chose poorly. I chose poorly. 
Well, we, you know, we, you, your instincts are right because we went through this a little bit ourselves on Tuesday, JJ. We we couldn't come up with the the last leg of we our love the Nets. Bet. We, we nailed did. the Nets. We couldn't get on board. We went with the Clippers. We got a little too cute with the Clippers. Yeah, and, and they we, got smoked. You were we wrong. Should, you know what we underestimated? Yeah. We underestimated the Warriors after that bad Laker game. I know. Being ready a, to kick ass. I and take that's responsibility for that because you like Cleveland and Orlando on on Tuesday, and I let us down. Listen, we hit the, our premise from a week ago about take these high dogs in the NBA. I think those that's being borne out. The only team, the only team that's really throwing away the season now is Portland. Yeah, and even like Orlando, Orlando tried to tank two nights ago, as Steve Cerruti can attest. They played their bench the entire fourth quarter and still won. They benched their whole starters for the fourth quarter, and they still managed uh, to pull out a win. So, is there, is there that big a difference between the starters and the bench on that team? <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But I think Portland's the only tank team right now. But some of the some of the younger teams, OKC, will throw away some games. I, it's I, I'm not sure what's going on with their rotations and stuff. But teams like Detroit, they're those teams are still playing hard, and they have guys going for Rookie of the Year, which is another thing you got to go. Like Cade. We wrote off last week for rookie of the year, but now he's he's kind of lingering oh, the a little fan bit. Hates us, by the way. Yeah, they, they came at us. us. They came they at were, us. They were they were mad. Yeah, but we know the history of the award. You don't win the award when your team goes eighteen and sixty four. If there's somebody else who's relatively close to you that is is going to be in the playoffs, that's that guy always wins. That's the history. All right, House. What are we throwing in? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, we could. Can we talk you into Detroit? JJ. Yeah, I'm in. All right, but, fine. Well, let's get it at the number. The number's 13 and a half, right? Yeah, why adjust it? I guess yeah, you're going to get a little it. extra money, but I, I'll take them. Yeah, I'm seeing 13 and a half at Fandle. Why don't we adjust it to 12 and a half and get a little plus on that? Or we're going to get it? plus on a parlay anyway. We don't All right. Wanna, we're going right, to screw go. ourselves out All of right, a point. Fine. Yeah. 13 and a half. I'll take a point. Take the point. And, uh, and uh, we all agreed on Orlando getting, I think it's seven and a half. I like Orlando against the Pistons. I do. Uh, they're they're a T wolves. They're home against the T wolves. Orlando. Ugh. I I worry about that one because they did try to tank two nights ago. So you're worried <laughs> like that they, we're gonna get another tankathon? Is what you're telling me on Friday night? I, I just know for a fact that in the fourth quarter of that game, they took out all of their starters for the entire fourth quarter for reasons that remain unclear. Although they're not unclear, they're trying to lose. So if the Orlando is now in the trying to lose mode. I would not put them in a parlay. All right, all right we'll stay off of Orlando. Okay, because right, Minnesota is definitely trying to win. So, and Minnesota for some reason, up. Oh, Saruti says Magic best defensive rating. Say in the last <laughs> couple weeks, I'm there six and two against the spread. Um, They've been covering a lot of games, and we're fading the, the public all the yeah. above. I like yeah. all that, but okay. J- JJ, this is something we always look at. When you get start getting the last couple of weeks, Orlando is the worst record. They're 17 and 50. Houston, 17 and 49. Detroit's 18 and 48. OKC's 20 and 46. So you want to be in the bottom four with the way the lottery system works. All of those teams can kind of get a little frisky. They don't have to like do the full tank. The one to watch, Indiana's 22 and 45. We saw a game a couple nights ago where there's a tie game, they score, and Jalen Smith just takes a foul in a tie game with like 20 seconds left free throws Indiana ends up losing and it was like what was that did they just throw the game what just happened the investigation is on yeah. I'm looking into so, it as we speak so Indiana has two losses or actually really a game and a half out of cracking that bottom four and I think they have to be monitored as we head into these last couple of weeks because I could see them getting very ambitious what do you think House? 
I, I totally agree with that uh, assessment. They all of the trades, all the moves they made at the trade deadline were with an eye towards next season. So the the way to put yourself in the best position for next season is to finish in that bottom four and have a chance at one of these these blue chippers coming out because we like this upcoming draft. Yeah, JJ, they play the Spurs in San Antonio Saturday night. And then I think, oh, and then they're at Atlanta the next day. So they have back-to-backs. They will be getting San Antonio, though, off a of back-to-back because San Antonio is hosting Utah tonight. Just yeah, something I'm to keep just, in mind. I'm just saying, if you're buying my Pacers premise, you're 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 taking the other team in both of those. Like okay. j- basically, just like, all right, I'm riding this Pacers trying to crack the bottom four. I'm telling you that Jalen Smith thing was super weird. He might have just had a brain fart. Maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, you know what's another game I'm in on tonight, guys? And I even mentioned this one. I like Toronto plus the points against Phoenix. I'm with you on this, mm. JJ. I, I, they're getting Van Vliet back, and yep. they're, the number has gotten slightly inflated by the fact that they had back-to-back losses to Orlando and Detroit. They're, you know, OG's injury, finger injury, derailed them a little bit, but FEV coming back. Speaking of defense, they play really well against teams that play at, at higher pace and that have high offensive efficiency. Phoenix is the top, you know, top five team in both those categories because Toronto game plan wise, this is a Nick Nurse specialty. They slow it down. They grab that those teams that want to play at fast tempo and they slow the thing down and they try and turn it into a slugfest. What's the number we can get on uh, on the FD right now? I'm seeing five. Okay, Phoenix like favored by five. I like this. I like this. I like Toronto catching those points. Well, Toronto has. You know, they have a chance now to get to the sixth seed, which is where you want to be, I think, if you're them. Because it gets you out of the play-in. Plus, it gets you probably playing, you know, the the Sixers, I would guess, or or Boston or, or Boston, whatever. Boston, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're only, they're three behind Cleveland. But Cleveland, you know, just keeps keeps having bad luck with, with uh, their Injuries. roster. Injuries, yeah. So it to, to me, it still feels catchable. There's 17 games left. They could they play them at least once, I think. So they could pass them potentially. All right. So how nuts are we getting with this parlay? We going one each, or we we getting even crazier? So what's the actual parlay? Give it to us. We have not figured it out yet. We're still talking it through. We have we well, have been we have been kind of deliberating for the last 25 minutes and trying to figure <laughs> it out. So there's a lot to like, but we have not ironed out the details. House. Well, what are we, we, doing? we we all like the Wizards, right? So we could yes. either adjust that to six and a half, or just keep it at four and a half and say that it's going to be oh, a down to the wire game. Let's take the extra basket. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with get, that. Let's take the extra. Let's get we'll the six adjust and a half. that one. I was going to say you want to adjust the pistol line. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to screw myself out of points. We need it with the Wizards. We need Let's it, with, it the with the Wizards. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think it's weird. I think that six and a half is really important because you can be on the right side of these games, and it could be a three point game with a possession left. And all, yeah, then the exactly. All of a sudden, you lose five. You, you lose. know what happened? I don't want you guys to punch me in the face, but I I kind of want to do a four leg Friday. Is anybody a four leg Friday? No, that I'm sounds in. great. I want to do four leg Friday. Four leg Friday. I mean, we we were talking about dogs. We heard your dog Murph was barking in the background. BS. I mean, let's go. Let's go for a four leg Friday for our four leg friends. I want to just toss in a money line bet and the money line. That's Miami. See, JJ knows. We're on the vibe now. JJ and I are on the. This is what you have done, Simmons, by introducing the two of us. (laughs) By the way, we are now vibing. That's what happens. That's what I want. Miami on the money line tonight. 
Yes, Miami on the money line. We're not laying seven and a half. Just take them to win the game. Nah, minus yeah, that's it. Four leg Friday. So it's Miami. Miami line. and the Wizards are in. Detroit is in. Detroit. I, oh, Detroit's now plus 14 and a half. That went up. That kind of scares me a little bit. That's a little nerve wracking. Public is pounding the Pistons too. Was there injury news? We just want to make sure that like Sadiq Bey and Cade are both playing. I think Stewart's out. Does that move it by a point and a half? I don't know. No, That's I don't a think point. So. That doesn't I don't move think it so. for me. I would move it by a point for Stewart. I don't know. I'm I still out. want to catch the points. I love the way um, Detroit's been playing. And the you, BS, you started this whole thing out with you and your dad observing yeah. that, the, you know, just that vulnerability yep. that be that and and. Detroit's covered both of the last two day games against Boston. They definitely do not fear Boston. They like the matchup. Well, what do, what do you guys think of Cade to score 15 plus minus 430? I would expect that to happen. So We're not getting much value at minus 430, but yeah, I think that happens tonight. It's a way to With, get to four legs. Do you like that better than Detroit plus 14 and a half? Oh, so when I, no, I, was, I was thinking putting both. I think both of those happen at the same time. Oh, you want to put Toronto instead you of You don't Cade? want to get in on Toronto? I mean... I do I, like Toronto. I do too. I'm, I'm keeping the Knicks out of it because I don't want to get the nasty text messages at around 10 o'clock at night when they're down 25 points. So, And we already uh, decided, decided to leave Orlando out. Oh my God, guys. It could be a five-leg Friday. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. I knew that's where he was going. I could feel wow. it coming. I could feel we, it coming. So if we do Cade to score 15 plus, Wizards okay. plus six and a half adjusted, Miami money line, Detroit plus 14 and a half, Toronto plus five. We are now at plus 838. <laughs> Let's go. Go get Let's it. Go. <laughs> Let's go. Go freaking go. get it. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> five this. leg Friday. We're going to spring forward and then fall back. I mean, we're springing forward. The, the clock's about to change. Let's let's keep the clock. Let's go collect some spring forward money. Oh, my Lord. Plus I like that, by the way. I hate there's nothing worse when it gets dark at 430 in the afternoon. So you I'm and me all both. For, I'm seven all for losing the hour of sleep. Seven o'clock cocktails. Let's do this. J- oh, yeah. JJ, can I tell you why I don't ever bet on college basketball? Uh, sure. I've bet way too much on college basketball the last three days. That's why I look like a crazy person. But please tell me. So I like BC. My dad loves BC. So BC had big upset. All of a sudden they're playing yesterday. Miami, big, big underdog again. Hanging tough. Goes to overtime. They have the ball. Tie game. Really a oh, chance cross to court like, pass. Yeah, yeah. Chance to close it out. Guy drives in, basically throws up an air ball. Nobody gets back. Long pass, layup at the buzzer. Miami wins. That's why I don't bet college basketball. But it's the best. Hey, you would have covered. Wor- the, you would have covered worst, if you had BC plus the worst points. Possible they covered possession, easy. Worst possible possession you've ever seen in your life, followed by nobody getting back for the West Unsold long pass. Layup house. This is why I don't bet college basketball. Well, I, I w- I'm glad that you brought up college basketball because we cannot let this show go without commenting on the Tuesday night. Now that he gave JJ gave out the Staten Island lock of the week and the Staten Island lock of the week was, was Bryant versus Wagner. He loved the Staten Island college. That is the Susan Lucci of the Northeast conference. And Bryant won the game by what? Like 30 points. And there, and was, there was a brawl. A brawl. It brawl. Was that brawl. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they had those poor uh, uh, Wagner fans sitting on just like a, a row of bleachers immediately in the midst of all of, of the Bryant maniacs. And Bryant is rolling them. I mean, I don't think that that Wagner got to 15 points until like two minutes left in the first half. 
And of course, you know, there was some salty spirits yep. in the, the second half. And I was like, JJ, I texted him. We got to get this game in. I was worried that yeah. the fracas. Oh, that yeah. they were going to pull him off the court. They were going to pull him over off. In a <laughs> and it was going to be a no action. I a jumped all over no it. Action. <laughs> I was very worried, but they got the game in. God bless. And it looks like, you know, uh, uh, there will be some justice served to all the malcontents and malfeasance. But man, this is speaking of not gambling on college basketball. The one time I jump in on JJ's good recommendation, we get a melee. And a way to go, JJ. You did and a win. win. And a hey, win. listen, I'll, gla- I'll gladly bring melees if it means we're all cashing <laughs> over the next few weeks. <laughs> That's a You'll great be, point. So you will not bet any of the tournament games, Simmons? I find it hard to believe. I don't. You know why? Because I. it's either that or just take, go to the bank, take up $500, and just set it on fire in my backyard. I just don't <laughs> win with college <laughs> basketball. Maybe I've you should be listening to the Ring of Gambling show. You might win this year. I'm the worst possible college basketball gambler because... I really know basketball, but I don't follow college basketball. And then I see one game and I'm, and I make all my decisions. But like, oh, yeah, that. And it's like, oh, I like this guy. Oh, and that, you know, House and I used to be good at it way back when. I, I only okay. bet two games this week. I bet the Bryant Wagner game and then I bet on uh, UConn last night because UConn at Madison Square Garden is a home game. UConn, I'm going to be, I will be betting on UConn again tonight. They only laid, only laid four against again. Seton Hall. That was not, it wasn't close for, for even one minute. So what's the number tonight against Nova? I'll join you on that one, JJ. Two and a half. I'm on it. I'm with you. We're getting two and a half. Let's and I go. hate UConn too. I can't stand UConn, but I will be on them tonight. I like the coach. When can we bet against Duke? Tell me what round, what oh, round man. of this tournament? I when can we do the, it? I got to see the bracket. Um, Maybe I'm tonight. Say, Who are they playing tonight? I mean, the ACC tournament's Miami. going on. Miami. No, I don't. I, I don't like. I don't like Miami tonight. Yeah. I think Miami gets waxed. I actually, yeah. like Duke tonight, which I, bothers I me. I was very unimpressed by Miami. I watched the whole second half in the OT, and I was. Well, not I impressed. was unimpressed. Syracuse had an 18 point lead against them the other day with two minutes to go and lost it. They had an 18 point lead at halftime, and they had a 10 point lead with two minutes to go and lost the game. And then I had to deal with Syracuse weather. So, good times. Well, <laughs> and you have to deal with. Buddy Bayheim, who's just an absolute thug. Put that guy oh, in jail. That's my guy. Don't, 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 don't be taking shots against the family. <laughs> Put that guy, Put that guy <laughs> in jail. Wyatt Wilkes oh, started no. it. Wyatt Wilkes started it. Uh, Put that guy behind bars. They were hugging at the end. I was glad don't to see Don't let him it. walk the streets. Cooler heads prevailed. They had hugs at the end. That was so funny. I, I The other thing I loved about that was Coach K pretending he was upset that he beat Bayheim. They, he oh, tries to do this thing where it's like they that he meanwhile he's been trying they've been trying to destroy each other for 30 years, right? Beheim was gonna keep coaching forever until he passed him and the career wins and then had all those wins taken away. So now he has no chance. But those guys, you can't tell me they like each other. No, they do. They're actually very good friends. No, I don't believe it. See, I do. I do. <laughs> no. They you go out what? all the time. No, they I have don't believe their it. wine. They have their I don't Italian trust Coach meals. K. No, they, I don't they, trust they, him. He put him on the Olympic staff. No, they, they're legitimately friends. No, I think it's all part of Coach you think K's it's plan. You think- yes. <laughs> no, I think it's like it's his biggest competitor. It's, he's uh, keeping his enemies closer. Um. So when Coach K after retirement does like the hour-long sit-down on the BS pod, which will probably happen at some point. I want you to ask him that question. Can you nah, do that? I, I, don't, I just don't like Coach K. I don't, he's not invited. Wow. Yeah, he's one of the rare I mean, I'll be rooting against guests. him. I know House will be rooting against him. There's no way I, I want to see Duke win the whole I thing. I think he's a year. phony. Oh, no, House, House, House no. knows my feelings. This goes That's, back to college. I think he's a phony. 
I, I, I took the occasion of that wonderful North Carolina victory and all of the rich things that, that, that came of it. We would never wrote a script as good as, as how that whole that thing was turned great. out. Well, they had the ceremony that was basically equivalent to the Mets in 2008. <laughs> Last game of the year, they're playing for the playoffs. Last game at Shea. Instead of yeah. doing the ceremony before the game, they foolishly do it after the game. So the Mets lose. Their fans are crushed. And then you got to sit there and see, you know, Piazza right, and, right. And, and all the Met legends, Yogi, the whole deal. It's like, no, no, no. So that was that was Duke on Saturday night. I loved it so much. It was great. De- Coach K tr- getting all precious about the one and done for, what, 15 years? Yeah. And then just immediately going, eh, I'm going to do the one and done now. That, that's that's all you need to know about Coach K. Come on. Adapting. Adapting. Yeah, I'm adapting. Uh, I like UCLA, I think. Is that UCLA still? I have right? twenty-five to one to win the title. Yeah, I, UCLA. I think they were there last year. I've watched them a couple times just because they've been on. I like their guards, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like they're the undervalued team. From well, what I've they didn't seen have so a great far. regular season, which I, like, I know, which yeah. I like because I think you're getting them at a better number. Well, you had, you know, Johnny ends up staying for the year. He should have gone in the draft, so he's dealing with that. Um, I don't know. I just, I think I could see them getting hot for two weeks. They have guards who can shoot. Well, the thing to do is to listen to JJ over these next handful of, of shows, right? You're going to have something up Monday, right? I'm doing basically something every day. That's, yeah. that's the idea. I mean, yes, listen, well, that's the best part about college basketball. You're watching Mountain West games for the first time, but Hey, you, you bet the number, man. That's so, it. I'm going to crash. Number. I'm going to crash course. I'll probably speak. I'm going to take my $500 out and try and you I'll will be like betting tournament games next week. House. Who are we kidding? You will be I, betting. Them. That's a fact. Oh, well, I probably will saying. too. I, I don't know if you <laughs> believe me before. I'll tell you one team I don't like is Gonzaga, but cause Chet Holmgren's built like me, dude. Yeah. I, and he's a stud. He's skilled. I get it. But like, man, he's thin, dude. He's I need him. skinny. We need to have you know him come on House of Carbs and, and eat some carbs with us. I need to, too. You know what I don't like? Tim A, who I think is I think is your age, JJ. Um, Timmy? Yeah, he might be. He, um, they, they run the offense through him like he's the guy, right? Because he's been there the whole time. And Chet's kind of, I just got here. He's the new kid. But when we get to the draft, Chet's going to go in the top three. And Tim A's going to go like 58th. And then you you watch him and you're like, just run stuff through Chet. He's seven feet. He could shoot. Like, why aren't you pick and rolling with him all the time? Why are you like, why is Tim A your matchup? They're gonna get, they're gonna play the wrong team in the tournament, and he's gonna be, they're gonna be force feeding it to him. And I just I don't like what I see from them. That's, it's that, wide, that's the one team I'm, I'm out you, on. Guys, it's wide open. Like, I think there's a major gap between like the top 12 teams and maybe the other teams in the country. Yeah. But like there are about 11 or 12 teams who could win this thing. Like this is not a year. Like last year was pretty obvious. Gonzaga and Baylor were like head over heels better than everybody else. This year, good luck. A lot of the bracket pools are going to have like nine or 10 different winners this year, which means all sorts of chaos, which is good. House, have you have you reached Griffin is better than Paolo mode yet? No, I, I want to sit. Paolo was terrible yesterday. I was at the Duke Syracuse game. Terrible. Syracuse is the most undersized, soft team all year, playing five scholarship guys, and, and Paolo basically played a passive. Pa- Williams killed them. Uh, Roach killed them. I that was obviously the first time I saw Paolo in person. Very unimpressed. 
Has an I NBA body, but I was unimpressed, sign. dude. Well, the the thing that, sign for that, him. that I always want is when the lights are on, and I was I'm willing to hold my nose until the tournament because all those kids know that the lights. Now the lights were on for that North Carolina game, and and if somebody was going to step up and take the game over, it should have been Paolo. That you know that's my contention based on where he ought to be in the draft and the things I've seen of him over the season, but that didn't happen, so I don't know. JJ, it it's so college basketball is such a weird sport now where. You get these last two minutes and the game's close. And just these random six-foot guards who aren't even like one of the two or three best players in their team, the game is over and over again decided by those guys. They're the ones who have the ball. 30-second shot clock. 20 seconds goes by before anything happens. And then all of a sudden you have this guy 28 feet from the basket trying to create a shot who's not even that good. And so it's like I, I almost gravitate toward who do I trust on the teams and that who's that guy on each team? And maybe that's the team to bet. That's why I like UCLA. Having that to watch more, making the right decision and they got to be able to shoot it too. Yeah. That's the other thing. Cause a lot of times that like shot clock boils down to like two, three seconds. You got to hoist one up. You got to have somebody with stones who's going to make the shot. That's why Auburn worries me with that. They, even though their front court's incredible, I love Jabari. I think like number one pick, right? Yeah, Jabari's I, I just be. think he's, he's got, got it. Yeah. He's super competitive. I just like that guy. And then you watch them in the last two minutes of a game, and they don't even have the ball. And it's these other two guys that are like Joe Schmo and Bob Bob Bobby Jaja, um, and they're just doing whatever. And you're <laughs> like, what about Jaja. Jamar Smith? He's right there. Can he have the ball? I love the Simmons made up names, by the way. Poor, poor Bobby, Bobby Jaja. Jaja. Bobby, Bob, Bobby Jaja. <laughs> he's, Bobby from, Jaja. he's from Croatia. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. So what I do think, you have for college troops, JJ? Tell us. Um, well, we're doing daily pods. I'm staying up till like 1.32 no, no, in the morning. No, no, for today. What am I betting on? Oh, what are you betting today? I See, I have to go through the card. That's the key. Um, I'm on LSU oh, today. Are you doing that next? We have to leave. No, no, no. I, I did the pod earlier today. The Friday plays are up. Come on, okay. Simmons. Let's go. Yeah, I got him you, up already. Uh, you need to check right. the Ringer Gambling Show feed. It was the first thing I saw this morning. JJ's working hard. JJ's working hard. I'm this pulling is double, why triple I was units. afraid to come on. I, did, I told you. I just finished my coffee 20 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing glasses. I got, a fr- I got a play for you, Simmons. If you want to get yep. in at 11 o'clock your time. Yeah. Rutgers plus seven against Iowa today. Interesting. Rutgers, is, that's all about pace. If Iowa has that game in the high 70s, low 80s, Rutgers is screwed. They'll lose by 20. But if Rutgers can make it ugly and play like gritty, defensive type of game, they're in a lot of these games. And they beat Iowa earlier this year. I'm grabbing seven. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. We have our we have our five-leg Friday parlay. Five-leg Friday. Four Get dogs. that on FanDuel. I want to see it on FanDuel. Let's go. So, B.S., before we say goodbye, Hobbs and I were going to do the NFL future odds with Russell Wilson going to Denver, with Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. And I might add, Hobbs and I did Tuesday's pod. We're talking about Rodgers coming back. I say to House, there's no way Russell Wilson's going to Denver. Ciara would never sign off on playing out West Mile High City. The minute we stopped our record, I get the notification from Schefter. Russell Wilson has been traded to the Broncos. And I'm a man of honor. I did not edit it out. I take the L. I take full responsibility. We own it, Simmons. We own it, bud. I would have taken the Giants offer if that was the real offer. The two firsts, Danny Jones and Saquon Barkley and something else and second round picks. I think I would have taken that. I'm like the last Saquon Barkley believer. 
Ah, uh, yeah, get off of that. Get off of that train. I know. Maybe if he I, I'm goes, fine. Now, listen, if he goes to Buffalo and he plays in Buffalo listen, next year, then maybe JJ, you can sell me on a renaissance. Get off that train. JJ, I'm on the record. This guy was one of the best running backs I've ever seen in my life. He hurt his knee, missed a year, came back last year, wasn't 100% yet, and was on a terrible team. I want to see him on a good team. I but still he think he's good. running back, and his body is Fine. breaking down. Who said? He had one knee injury. Multi- no, he's had multiple injuries. He's had multiple injuries. Not just the knee. He blew that out in 2020. Then he got hurt and missed basically eight games and nine games in 2019. There were ankle, ankle stuff last ankle. year. Scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, let's write him off. I mean, he's 24 years old. But he's There's a no running, way he he's can a come running back. back. What, what is the legitimate shelf life for running back? Again, he goes to Denver. Now, oh, Denver. He goes to Buffalo next year. You could easily sell me on a renaissance. This but is on insane. 90% of the teams, is, he will not be a big-time player. I'm sorry. No, I'm out on Barkley. I'm out. That, that's insane. The no, guy is not. one of the most talented running backs of the last 15 years, and he got hurt. But exactly. He He'll got be hurt. Bad. He's bad. Why, People why get hurt. Sudden, is he going to play 17 games? All right, well, so I'm just going to, for the rest of my life, anytime someone blows an ACL, I'm just out. They're just, yeah, there's no way backs, they can come back. Yeah, yeah, I'm jumping a shark with running backs. They have like a five-year shelf life. This is, what, what is he going to play till he's 35? I just, if you're giving Saquon Barkley away, I'm, I'm sign me up. My arm's raised. I'll take him. Oh, you want to get rid of him? You're going to pay some of his contract? Right the here, Patriots, I'll take him. The Patriots could use him. That's true. That's a good point. They're the actually Pat- okay running back. Well, we're going to run it back. I you just guys are think, okay running back. All right, listen. You remember this moment, JJ. I will remember it. And the Giant fan will remember it. The Giant fan is done with Barkley. Yeah, the, okay, so Jay, for two and years. I'm not a Giant fan, by the way. Just don't Two that years, he's running against 10-man lines, getting the shit kicked out of him. He finally blows out his knee, and now this is all his fault. I like I'm not Saquon saying Barkley. it's all his fault. I'm saying he's an injury-prone player. He was the wrong pick at the it's wrong injury time. Injury-prone? He, he blew out his knee. Again, he's missed multiple years of serious, serious injuries to the lower body. This is terrible. It's your it's your worst take. No, it's not. It's I'm my best it. take. It's your worst take. best take. You he, own it. When St. Barkley plays five games next year, I am going to be all over you. This is unbelievable. He'll never deliver the value of what that slot requires. That's 1,000%. All. It was a he'll horrible never. pick. It'll just never, it was a horrible He'll pick. never deliver the value for it. That's so a separate conversation. That's true. The conversation that's is, that. yeah, is he really talented and was he on the right team? And the answer is yes, no. Fine. Yeah, that's that's fine. We're Let all me see him play. Let's Bill? talk about something other than full Saquon Barkley. Yeah, we have to I, 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 didn't I didn't expect that. NFL uh, future <laughs> odds. Are we in on the Broncos with no. Wilson? I think it's a resounding yes. Sure. I like that team a lot. Sure. Seven and nine. What can you get them to win their division now? They're like three to one? Better than three to one? Well, I wonder if those odds fluctuated now with the Mac move to the Chargers, which I like a lot, by the way. I Amazing. Like that a lot. Amazing. Yeah. So Chargers the futures right now in the NFL, Denver's at 13 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They're at 750 to win the AFC. And in the AFC West, Chiefs plus 115, Denver plus 240, Chargers plus 310. Oh, I kind of like the Chargers. Ah, uh, be careful there. I, I, love, I love that you you guys shit on Saquon Barkley and you're and you're ready to take Brandon Staley to the Super Bowl. Cool. No, 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 He said the division. He said the division. How suggested that division? Not me. Cool. Just the not division. Me. I'm not interested in them. They they <laughs> will never ever never be able to forgive Brandon Staley for what he did last year. He he deliberately snatched his team a playoff opportunity. I'll never forgive that for as long as I live. And they're a cursed franchise. I Maybe have so. two 
I have two long shots because to me, it makes no sense to bet teams that have good odds. Indianapolis, 28 to one. The moment they get a good quarterback, that goes to 13 to one. 15 to 1, 17 to 1. Well, who are they going to get a quarterback? Exactly. What do you who's, think the good, who's the good quarterback? Let's say they get Jimmy G tomorrow. They're solid. They're, I would say 18 That's, to 20 to 1. That team's at like 18 that. to 1. They're going to do that. something. I endorse okay. that. Okay. But then the other one is Pittsburgh, who is 55 to 1. The what reason it's a Garoppolo team. Well, I know. I but Forget Garoppolo. Deshaun Watson in Pittsburgh. Yes. Let me have that at 55 to 1. That's the play to me. That's the place where he would be enormously successful, fully rehabilitate himself. I honestly think uh, you know, they're they're whatever penalty is out there, they can eat it and and Pittsburgh will be fine. I think they're Pittsburgh is like really impressed me last season. Tomlin is just so good. That team was operating on fumes, still got to the playoffs, gave Big Ben a playoff send-off, 55 to 1 for Pittsburgh. By the way, what if they got Mariota? I think Mariota ends up in Miami, personally. What about Winston? What I think, about your I boy Jameis? I think both Mariota and Jameis are starting. House. You think Mariota's starting next year? Interesting. Okay. Every time Mariota comes up, House has this small smile on his face, remembering the time he was absolutely annihilated by Andy Reid with against Mariota in the playoff game. House started out the playoffs that year. Went big in the first game and got annihilated. It, it was like Joe Pesci going in thinking he was getting made and just getting shot oh, in the head. Oh, man. It was, it was, and it was done. It set the tone for House for an entire postseason. It's done. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> he, he was mad for three years. Well, and, and, and Mariota scored on a he, on a bat and he threw the ball. It was bad and he <laughs> yes. caught it and scored a touchdown. So <laughs> with all of that, I still wanted Mariota to be the quarterback for Washington. And I honestly thought that that was a possibility this this coming season. We have a different quarterback this year, it turns out. Are you giddy about Carson Wentz? Oh my I wouldn't God. use that word. I would not use any of those words. None of those words are the words I would use to describe how I feel about Carson it, Wentz. It would be one thing if they just gave them Carson Wentz, but they Washington this, gave up draft picks to I, take I, this giant contract salary albatross I literally hands. don't know what kind of situation they were sitting huddled in a room. Maybe it was a Dan Snyder's basement talking about non-existent competition, talking about a market right. that didn't exist and convincing themselves that we have to come in with this gigantic bid to make sure that we get uh, that we get Carson West. Now, the one thing I will say that that did uh, uh, you know make so, some sense if he hit free agency. Would he voluntarily return to the NFC East? Probably not. So a trade yep. did make sense, but holy shit. What a what a raft of picks for what? For nothing. Who are they bidding against? Tell me who they were bidding against. JJ, that's the classic Indianapolis is in their war room. They can't believe Washington's giving them picks. And oh, they're probably even, doing like, to the end, They're like, holy shit. I, this is going to work, guys. They're like high-fiving. They're like, they, I think they're going to give us the picks. Oh, my God. Like, they're like celebrating. They're, they're fucking opening tequila. They're calling the <laughs> thing. They All they were trying to do is get Wentz off their salary cap. That was it. They didn't. You could have given them a 15th round pick. They would have been happy. And remember, that was, terrible. that was after they made the terrible trade with Philly last year. 
right. to get Wentz, but they saw what happened with Wentz at the end of the year. He, he shit the bed in that final game against the Jaguars. The last Everybody two. Everybody knew after bro, that game. The last two games. Yeah. Well, they had the Raider game. They had the Raider game. The Ra- they defense let him down a little bit in that Raider game. I remember Renfro going off. I remember Carr making some big plays. Wentz it wasn't did. great. He wasn't great, but defense I think let him down in both games. I mean, they, they yeah, made Trevor let, Lawrence look real. like the number one overall pick of the draft last year. But Wentz in that final game in Jacksonville was as bad as can be. It That's was like true. one of those. It was like one of those point of no return games. Like if you're watching that game as a Colts fan, it's like there's no way this guy can be our quarterback. So to actually get something for a guy that couldn't be your quarterback under any circumstances, it's pretty good. I like uh, Simmons. I'm in on Indy though. I'm in on Indy. Because I, I like think that twenty eight to one like too high. Coach. Yeah, that team's good. And I, I think, think they Wentz, might be better in Tennessee, to be honest with you. Wentz has one move with House. He's like around June when he does the big sit down with the Washington Post. He's just got to be like, "Look, I got COVID the last couple weeks of the season. I was in a COVID fog for two months. Ooh. I wasn't myself. Oh, I don't know if you know anyone in your life who's been in the COVID fog, but." That thing hit me hard. I didn't realize it. I wasn't myself until February. Oh. And looking like that's his move. It's like, that's why I was so bad. The COVID really got me. And he's just got to own that. And then so House basically will, House what you're telling in. me is House will be convinced by mid-July yeah. on Carson look, look Wentz with the uh, commanders. I mean, yeah, we still have a better right receiving core than Indianapolis. <laughs> we, it's, we're all we're already there. Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin are already better than anybody he had in, in many. I mean, in Indy. Do you That's have your commander's gear yet? Do you have your hat? Fuck. Do you have your t-shirt? Oh, fuck me. I mean, come on. What a what a disaster. <laughs> it's, oh, such, it's so oh, bad. Man. So I can't get you guys in on the Broncos. You guys don't seem sold. I want to get in on the Broncos. Nobody wants to get in. I need them to go lose a couple games at the beginning of the season so that price ratchets back to a, a more, you know, appetizing place. It's Are you talking right division now. or division I'm or division. AFC? Or- I'm division. Yeah, 240. The Chiefs win it every year, but, you know, I can have a little fun. Well, and, and you, you just need um, Mahomes I don't like, to miss I don't four like games, right? Like, it's a 17-game season. If Mahomes goes out for a little bit because he twists an ankle, I never root for any injuries for anybody. I'm just talking about scenarios that could befall the teams in the West, and then that creates a pathway for a team like Denver to jump up. I, I hate saying this, but I like the Chargers more at plus 310. He, I just he said just that. said a minute yeah. ago we can't yeah, put all money on Brandon and he, and he, and he killed me. I just said I know. it. But I just think those I don't know why Denver has better odds than the Chargers, other than the public just got excited about totally. the uh, they're better. Trade. They're a better team. They're more well rounded. I, 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 really? I disagree. I disagree as well. I think I the Chargers well. are incredibly soft on defense. Incredibly well, they, soft. they were banged up for a lot of last year, where, you know, now if they get but everybody two back. But two of their best defensive players never play. Joey Bosa and Derwin James well, that's never fair. play. That's they a, never is, play. It's a good call. It's fair that's enough. That's fair. We, we've, if we've learned anything today, is JJ has no tolerance for injuries that happen to everybody in a football game. <laughs> I ru- I, yes, if it happens I ru- to you, it's your fault. <laughs> sorry. I root for Giancarlo Stanton on a daily basis. I'm over, I'm over <laughs> soft <laughs> injuries. Thank JJ, you. is that you were asking for it, Stance, on injuries. It was your fault. Your I ACL can't wait went I the wrong the Stanton, way. The Stanton groin uh, two weeks <laughs> in his spring training. He's out for two months. Get ready. That's coming up next. I That division's a stay away for me. Fine. I just think it, I think it's too good. Like I, like how, none of those odds are that good. But I think at this point of the year, you got to look at the long shot odds. Like you got to look at like Falcons plus four ninety and stuff like that. Like that what, division, what? by the way, is that there division for the is taking. a shit show. I yeah, mean, you right. got to get in on one of the dogs. What about Carolina getting Deshaun Watson? 
if Carolina got the now he's going to get suspended. That's the problem. So he's going to miss six games. Right. But that's it's a seventeen game season. Seventeen game season. Six games is nothing. That's just a third. Like you know that we just learned from the cadence of last year. It's like a third, a third, a third. Don't get too wedded to any particular team or any particular outcome. You just have to be patient. Uh, six games, I think, is is fine. If that's all that that penalty is for him, I mean, whatever team he ends up on, it'll be worth it. I think. Steelers plus five fifty. I this is the time of year where just one of those long shots is going to hit. It happens every year, every single year. There's one or two. Oh my god, I can't believe that team's going to win their division, and it always happens. Atlanta, yeah. I think, is the sexiest one. I think Atlanta. I'm more in on an Indy than I am on Pittsburgh. I don't like the division for Pittsburgh. Yeah, but that, that's my I'm issue. I'm just saying the Indy odds aren't great. They're only plus one forty five for the division. But yeah, I, I like that though because I like them more than Tennessee. Yeah, that market, though, the market trusts the Colts. The market gives so much respect to the Colts. That that tells us. Can I just throw Lions 12 to 1 to win the NFC North at both of you? I mean, mm. it feels like a piece of shit that you're throwing at us, but sure, <laughs> go ahead. That, they won three of their last five. Dan Campbell. Insist. Who's playing back? quarterback? Exactly. Who's playing oh, quarterback? Tiny Hands Jarrett's back. They might draft Willis or somebody else in this draft. Yeah, you're I can right. see that. It's a bit 12 to 1. I, I just feel like nobody should have odds like that. Just don't throw poop at me. That's all. Yeah, that's that's like the, right. what if I did a jet odds at you for the AFC to be the equivalent? Fal- Falcons plus 490, though, is not a poop. No, I'm intrigued by that. You could sell me on that. That division's wide open. There's going to be an opportunity there. I, ca- I kind of like it. That's not a crazy place that's for That's where you want to find the long shots in a division where there's no team that you yeah. trust. No yeah. Kansas City, no Buffalo, yeah. et cetera. I like it. Cool. All right. Bill, thanks for the surprise. I didn't expect Great this. Great to see you. Great to see you. it was too early. Another Please Friday don't. surprise. Please don't use video. Five yeah. legs five five for me Friday. Too. No five video. <laughs> we got it. We're All back right. on Good luck. Monday. Later, guys. Good luck this weekend, fellas. Thanks, thanks boys. Bill.